0: This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Jack, for reading God's
1: word over us this morning. We're in the book of Ephesians. uh, We'll conclude chapter 5 today and start in chapter 6. Just a few more weeks in the book of Ephesians, my prayer it is and continues to be that God would use this series, Ecclesia, the called out ones, to help us understand the nature and purpose of the local church. And uh, we come to this passage today, and this is this is one of the few places in Scripture that, when when I read the Scriptures, I, I wish that those who put the Scriptures together, when they found the original, uh, had have made some other. Uh, of marks you know when we see God's word this is not how it was written it was Paul did not write us hey chapter one chapter two chapter three this is one continuous letter that wasn't broken up but when the scholars came together and they began to form uh the bible they they're the ones that made verses and chapters and this is one of the places in God's word I I I, I wish they had added verse 21 to this section of the passage you see verse 21 says this and i think if we just jump into verse 22 we'll miss where paul has been teaching us this is what he says in verse 21 submit to one another out of reverence for christ and so fellas this message is for you this morning this is not for the wives i know everyone's like man Because, men, if we get this passage, then our wives will do the following. Ah, yeah, the ladies are talking today. See, I, I think we come to this passage and we put the focus on the women. But if you look at Paul's writing and how he wrote, the focus is on us, the man. The the majority of this section of God's word, verses 22 through 33, is about us. There's only really two verses that pertain to wives and their submission to us. And so we come to the passage and we read the first verse that says, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And we think the rest of the passage is about you women submitting to us. That's not at all what God intended through the writing of Paul to us. So men, it's to you. But as I promise I'll get to you at the end. But it will be out of encouragement. But it will come out of what we men do. Three things I want to look at this morning. Three R's of uh, manhood or being a husband in this passage. The role of a husband, the reasons for a husband, and the resources for us, the husband. I want you to think for a moment before I start the message. I want you to think, what does the world define as a godly household? That's the first thing I want you to capture in your mind. The second thing is you men. I I want you men to capture in our mind, what does the world tell us? About being a husband. And for you wives, wives, what does the world tell you what it means to be a wife? And my hope is that all of those things, we will redefine what we think to be true about a godly household because of God's word. You see, the world is going to tell us equality, and I believe in equality. I believe God's word speaks to equality. But I do believe that God has called you and me as men to have roles in the home. And that is not equal. Let me say that again. The role of a husband is not equal to the role of a wife. Men, you and I will be held way more responsible for our house than your wife will be. If your house is a disaster, it's not going to be the God of the universe will not look at the wife and put the oneness on her. She will, he will, in his sovereignty, look at you and me. That ought to terrify every one of us men. So God's word is not talking about are men and women equal. Yes, we're equal. We're all created in the image of Christ Jesus. Therefore, we're all equal. But equality in roles are not the same thing. And so let's look at the role of a husband. The role of a husband comes out of verse 21 through 24. It says this, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and He himself is its Savior. Verse 24, Now as the church submits to Christ, also the wives should submit to their husbands in everything. And so the role that a husband plays in a marriage is what we would call and label the headship. We're a head over our families. That's what God's word says. You cannot have two heads in a family. It does not work. It would not work if we had two lords in our life. What it doesn't, God, in his, uh, uh, his gospel say that? You cannot serve two masters. And so he's saying, as I, God, Jesus Christ, and head of the body, I've established the home that the husband ought to be the head of the home. So our role is the headship. So, but this is what it does not mean. We are not to rule over our wives and our children with an iron fist. We're going to get to that in a moment. You see, our example of the headship is who in this passage? Who? Christ. Does Christ rule over us with an iron fist? No. Does Christ rule over us with passivity? No. You see, so for us men, we are not to rule with an iron fist, and we are not to be passive in our role as the head. And the world tells us to do both. Either it's your way or the highway, or just sit on the couch and do your thing. But that's not the role of a husband in God's word, is it? As we look to men, who do we look to as the head? Christ our example how to lead our homes comes out of our our understanding of who Christ is that is what Paul has been talking about all of Ephesians all of Ephesians up until this point have been brainwashing if you will our minds to our understanding of who God is in the nature and purpose of Of the church. And now, in the last part of verse chapter 5, he says, Hey, this is what it looks like on the planet. You are to be a model to the dying world of what my relationship looks like to you, the church. So, our role, men, is to be the head of the house. That's your role. Wives, that is their role. You have to ask the question, wives, are you allowing your husband to lead the home? That's our role. That's from God's word. There is no equality in the roles of God in the Bible when it comes to marriage and it comes to a house. Jenny and I are not equal. I, I am over that. Because I will stand before a holy God and give an account to my household. She will not. Do you hear that? Your wife will not stand before a holy God and give an account for your house, your kids, your grandkids. You, the man, will. I'm telling you, this passage terrifies me as a man. That's my role, though. That is my role. So what's the reasons for that role in my life? Husbands, what's the reason that God has established you the head of your house? Let's read verses 25 and 28. Husbands, Husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. We see the reason for the role of the headship as the husband are to do two things in this passage. And I ask the question, men. And I ask you women to answer this question for your husband. The first reason we see is that we would glorify our wives. We see that in verse 25 through 28. that Husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church. In verse 20 it says this. He's giving an analogy for us, the husband, how we're to love our wives. I wish Paul had started with this verse. Husbands, love your wives before we got to the submission part of the passage. Because if we love our wives, our wives will submit to us. But men, I ask the question, I beg you to question this. What is the reason God has placed us in that position? It's to glorify our wives. Is that not what Christ Jesus did for us, the church? Christ died for the church so that we would be glorified. And so he's saying through the apostle Paul, hey, men, you are to glorify your wife. You are to present your wife without spot or blemish. You are to sanctify her. Hear what he's saying. We play a role in the sanctification of our wives. Our wives, in return, will play a role in our sanctification through their submission to us, but it starts with us. It does not start with their submission to us. It starts with our love towards the wife. And how are we to sanctify her? He tells us in verse 25. That he might sanctify her. By what? The cleansing her by the washing of the water with what? The word. You see, our sanctifications to our wives is washing them with what? The word. But I beg the question. And as I look into the world, and I see how the world has set up marriages, and I see how men interact with their wives, I would not say that this is the word that we are washing our wives with. And so the challenge, men, is this. The reason God has put you in the role that he's put you in is for one reason, it's to sanctify her by the washing of the word over top of her. It's not your role, the role of her, Jenny, to wash God's word over me. I am to wash God's word over her. I am to wash God's word over my children. But I beg the question, are we doing that men you see if i believe we were doing that i don't think we'd have what the world has a submission problem that's the first thing we are to sanctify our wives through the washing of the word of christ jesus over her am i doing that and am i engaged with the holy word of god on behalf of a genie of my kids in my prayer life am I praying the word of God over her and the kids so the first reason for being the head of the home is to wash the home with the word and glorify and sanctify her the second one will come through this verses 28 through 31 there must be a sanctification of the self that's what he tells us in 28 through 31 let's read that together in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies who who loves his wife loves himself for no one has ever hated his own flesh but nourishes it and cherishes it just as Christ does the church and so men are we loving ourselves well crickets god's word just told us to love ourselves i had a mentor tell me this all the time todd do not love me the way you love yourself you see love that he calls us to in verse 25 husbands love your wives is not the word for sex that's not the word paul uses There's four Greek words for love. The one that Paul uses is the idea of agape love, a sacrificial love that I would give all of myself in loving Jenny. One of the men that was a president of the school that I went to in Columbia did this well. His name is Robertson McQuilkin. Dr. McQuilkin was a godly, godly man. If you have a chance, read his story about his wife. Here's what happened with Dr. McQuilkin when he loved his wife as he loved himself. She was diagnosed at the prime of his ministry as the president of CIU, and Dr. McQuilkin uh, was it, it, it seemed foolish to do what he did. <coughs> but he had this love for his wife, because he loved himself. And she was diagnosed er, with an early, early, early age with Alzheimer's. And and she began to lose her mind. And and she would do great when Dr. McQuilkin was in the house. she would be at peace and she would know that Dr. McQuilkin was in the house and so she could live a normal life, if you will. But the moment Dr. McQuilkin got up and put his shoes and tie on to go be the president of CIU, Miss McQuilkin would begin to wander and follow him and follow him all the way to the office. Day after day, Miss McQuilkin did this. And and Dr. McQuilkin, he could have had a, a lot of things come into play. He, he was a wealthy man and the school would have provided the care for Ms. McQuilkin to allow Dr. McQuilkin to still be the president. But Dr. McQuilkin in his godliness in his understanding of a role of his life and the role that he played with his wife he at a very early age quit the ministry and for the rest of her life every day he cared for his wife. Every day for the rest of his life, I remember Dr. McQuilkin and Ms. McQuilkin walking together hand in hand. And Ms. McQuilkin, at the time that I knew Ms. McQuilkin, she no longer knew who Dr. McQuilkin was, but Dr. McQuilkin knew who she was, and he loved and cherished his wife. He understood the role that God had placed on his life for her. You know, so many people say this, which is devastating, and it's so true. Wives are way more committed to caring for us men than we are for them. Now, I don't want to step on toes, but I will. The stats say that if a man comes down with Alzheimer's, the wife is by his side every step of the way, but when the roles are reversed, the man goes running. That's because we don't understand, men, what it means to be the head of the house. We are to sanctify our wives and we sanctify ourselves by loving ourselves. That's what he says. I ask the question, do you love yourself sacrificially? I was talking to someone this morning about this idea. It's so convicting. The challenge is this for me in my life with Jenny is how often do I do things for her because I know the payoff will really be for me. Crickets again. Like, I might not even have to say it out loud, but the heart of Jenny knows when I do things for her when it really will pay off for me. That's not what God tells us to do in his word. I ought to do things over and over for Jenny with no thought of a return. How come? Because he did that for us. Christ gave his life for us in no expectation of any return for himself. While we were yet still enemies of God, he died for us. That is agape love, a sacrificial love. Which says to me, men, we must ask these questions. Do we embrace the role in our lives as the head of the family? That is your role. There's no doubt about that. Do you embrace that role? Do you understand the reason for that role in your life? You ought to be begging the question in this moment, then how, Todd, do we do these things? How do we sanctify our wives? How do we love ourselves sacrificially to love our wives? How do we embrace the role of a man and a husband in the home? Well, our resource comes out of this passage. He says in verse 32 and 33, this is the mystery, and it's profound, Paul says. I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. The resource of this role that we play comes from one place and one place only. Look back at your verse 25. Husbands, love your wives. The way to do this role is through love and love alone. But our primary resource is in the next few words as who Christ love the church. Well, how did He love the church? Sacrificially. You will embrace the role as a husband if you live a life that your resource is Christ alone and be reminded every day that he made sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice. Man, I beg the question, do we live sacrificially in our homes? Do we live that way? Do we live being reminded that Christ is the ultimate sacrifice and he's called us to do the same thing? Because then we will do what verse 33 says. We will love our wives as Christ loved us. That's our model, men. That is our model. Ladies, I promise to get to you at the end. Because the last thing that Paul says, he bookmarks this passage with two things, with submission and respect. Right, he says that in verse 25, wives, submit to your husbands. And in verse 33, he says, wives, see that you respect your husbands. But husbands, I beg the question, does your wife have anything to love and respect and submit to? Why would Jenny want to love me and respect me and submit to me if I'm worthless? She would not. Do you want to respect your boss who is worthless? No, you don't. And Paul is saying to us men, do we hold ourselves to a place that our wives want to love and submit and respect to? But here's the other part, ladies. For you. What did Christ do for you that he does for the man? He respects and loves us in spite of us. God loves me when I'm unlovable. It's called grace. So the standard for us men is Christ's likeness. But wives, I beg you, will you give your husband grace when he falls short? Because when you and I fall short, Christ gives you grace. And so he's saying to you, wives, give your husbands grace as you submit and respect them. They will not be perfect. But this passage, men, it's primarily for us. It's not about the wives. Because if we live our lives, men, in such a way, then our wives will want to love and respect and submit to us. The same way that the church loves and respects and submits itself to Christ Jesus. That's what it says. It does not say, wives, submit to your husbands. That's not where it stops. It goes on to say, as to the Lord. So wives, when you submit to your husband who is unsubmittable in the moment, you're doing it to Christ Jesus and to him alone. And and then when you get to the last part of the passage, wives, see that you respect your husband husbands do you respect them do you respect the role that god has placed on their lives to be the shepherd of your home to be the role of the headship of your home do you respect that because if you don't respect that the role that god's placed on him it's ultimately you don't respect god's design for a home It's not your husband who's made these ideas to rule, if you will, or to reign over your home. That's God's design, and that's where God has placed your husband. And so if you don't love and respect him for the role God has placed in your home and in your life, then ultimately you don't give glory and respect to God who designed it. So I beg the question, do you love and submit and respect your husband out of reverence, Remember what it said in verse 21. Submit to one another what out of reverence for Christ. So men, the question is, do I live my life in such a way with Jenny that she'll want to submit to me? That she'll want to respect me? If I really did an inventory of my life, that where nobody sees nobody knows it's just me before a holy god you see 10 years ago that answer would have been no she had nothing to respect i was living a life of secrecy she did not know it but i could not honestly before a holy god say to god god she ought to respect me there was nothing respectable about me there's no need for her to submit to me and so i asked the question it's just you and the lord Nobody else. Are you living a life that your wife would want to love and respect and submit to? And then, men, I ask the question to us. Do we use our headship to rule over our wives in a demonstrative way? Or do we use our headship to sanctify her and her home by the washing of our home? With the word of God. I promise if we do those things, if your wife's heart is right before the Lord, she will want to submit to that. This is not an easy passage to teach. You see, we live in a world that says equality, we live in a world that says women and men are equal. We live in a world that says, hey, it's got to be 50-50. But that's not what God's word says when it comes to us. Men, we are to rule over our homes. But in a Christ-like manner. Do we do that? Let us pray. God, I, I pray for each one of us this morning that we can look at these words and we can be put off by the word submission, we can be put off by the word love, we can be put off by all these words that that, that are countercultural. But you call us, Lord Jesus, as men, to love our wives as you loved us. And you've called our wives, submit not to us, but to you as we submit to you. And God, I I pray for me. I pray for the men in this room that the weight and the burden of being the head would overwhelm us to dependency on you. I pray that we would not be passive men that don't embrace the role and I pray that we would not be men that, that overcompensated the role. So, God, I pray that we would be a church, we would be men and women, we would be families that would embrace this. I, I God, I pray for the men that aren't leading well. God, that you would convict them to lead their dependency on you. I pray for the wives in here, God, that struggle with submission. God, I pray that they would see this passage and they would do submission out of reverence for you. And they would submit as they would submit to you. But oh God, I pray for myself. I pray for every man in here. That we'd be men of integrity that our wives would want to submit love and respect. As we look to sanctify them by the washing of the word over top of them. Help us live In such a way, God, when it comes to families, when it comes to a godly household, that the world around us would want to know what's different. We'd point them continually back to you, Lord Jesus. Our marriages are different because of the finished work of Christ and what he's done for each one of us on the cross. I'm grateful for that, Lord Jesus. Amen.